This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published data highlighting the importance of vaccination against MPOX before summer events. First, although the number of MPOX cases has decreased since the peak of the U.S. outbreak in August 2022, the risk for future outbreaks remains. Clinicians need to be alert for new cases, and people at risk should continue to take prevention measures. Second, a new report looking at data from 12 U.S. jurisdictions shows the Genios vaccine is effective at preventing MPOX in people at high risk. Third, a study of MPOX patients in New York provides additional evidence showing the Genios vaccine is highly effective. Finally, a new report looks at which occupations had the highest or lowest percentages of workers with disability. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing, where we dive deeper into the headlines for the week of May 15th. The first report examines CDC's emergency response to the U.S. MPOX outbreak. After being detected in May 2022, U.S. MPOX cases increased rapidly. In August 2022, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services declared a public health emergency. As part of its emergency response, CDC quickly adapted smallpox preparedness systems and tools to fit the unique needs of the U.S. MPOX outbreak. In one year, more than 30,000 U.S. domestic MPOX cases were reported. More than 140,000 specimens were tested. Nearly 7,000 patients were treated with ticoviramat, and more than 1.2 million doses of vaccine were administered. This outbreak shows the need to anticipate higher demand for vaccines, testing, and treatment early in a response. It also highlights the need to expect and address health disparities early. The second and third reports look at the effectiveness of the Genios vaccine against MPOX. To date, no published studies have looked at the effectiveness of the vaccine by route of administration or for people with weakened immune systems. In the second report, investigators found that a two-dose series of the Genios vaccine was 86% effective against MPOX among men who have sex with men and transgender adults 18 to 49 in 12 U.S. jurisdictions. This suggests that vaccination provides substantial protection against MPOX. The level of protection was similar no matter how the vaccine was administered. In the third report, Investigators assessed the effectiveness of the MPOX vaccine in New York residents by comparing vaccination status among male patients with diagnosed MPOX to that of a group of patients with gonorrhea or syphilis. The study found that a two-dose series of the Genios vaccine was more than 88% effective against MPOX. The findings of both reports support the importance of two doses of Genios vaccine for those at risk for MPOX. Although cases have decreased, the risk of future outbreaks remains. Vaccine coverage remains low, and it is unknown how long protection lasts. This could potentially lead to new MPOX outbreaks. People at risk for MPOX should get a two-dose series of the MPOX vaccine for the best protection. People, especially those with weakened immune systems, can take additional steps to protect themselves 
including reducing the number of sex partners and one-time sexual encounters. The last report looks at the percentages of disability among currently employed U.S. adults 18 to 64. Because of various barriers, people with disability are less likely to be employed compared with people without disability. These barriers include hiring practices, training opportunities, and daily working experiences. To improve workplace health equity, CDC examined different occupation groups during 2016 through 2020 to identify the percentages of U.S. workers with disability. The occupation groups with the highest percentages of workers with a disability were food preparation and serving, personal care and service, and arts, design, entertainment, sports, and media. The occupation groups with the lowest percentages of workers with disability were business and financial operations, healthcare practitioners and technicians, and architecture and engineering. Employers should consider increasing workplace accessibility and training to help workers with disability access, thrive in, and succeed at a broader range of occupations. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. The podcast will return the week of June 12th. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.